Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we finished chapter 2 of the Pirkei Avot and next week we will be beginning chapter 3 and we finish today with Mishnah 21 where it says that Rabbi Tarfon used to say you are not required to complete the task yet you are not free to withdraw from it. You have studied much Torah they will give you great reward and your employer can be relied upon to pay you the wage of your labor. But be aware that the reward of the righteous will be given in the world to come. So if you remember last week, Rabbi Tarfon was saying that the day is short, the task is abundant, the laborers are lazy, the wage is great, and the master of the house is insistent. And we were talking about learning Torah and how important it is not to waste our time. So here, Rabbi Tarfon in Mishnah 21, he continues the same uh, theme and it's all applied to the learning of Torah. And when he says you are not required to complete the task, as I said last week, that uh, <clears throat> the Torah is infinite. So we're not expected to finish knowing everything from the Torah because we will never be able to learn everything because it, it, it has no end, it's infinite and we're finite beings. So it says the reward comes also from the very mitzvah itself in addition to the effort of the mitzvah. So the mitzvah of learning Torah gives reward. Even if you sit down and you learn one little pasuk every day, it gives you reward. And the effort that you put into learning gives you also, um, it also gives you merit. So here it says, one might believe, God forbid, that there is no reward for incomplete Torah study. And just as an employer would not pay a builder for an unfinished house, that is not usable if there is no other worker to finish it. The Mishnah refutes the notion that Torah was given to us that we may labor at it. So the whole purpose of learning Torah is the effort we put in it. And that's why people sometimes sit with a fabrusa, with a companion, and they're dwelling on one little theme for the whole day, and they go back and they come forth. This is what is precious to Hashem, is the effort we put into our learning. And it's not necessary to finish it or to accomplish the purpose of our creation. So I once asked a Rebetzin that, for example, in, in, in the doing of mitzvot, that I feel very bad when I used to go and visit the sick people, that sometimes like I was ready to go and do my, my rounds in the hospital and suddenly they would call me from the school of my daughter and they would say like she has a fever, you have to come and pick her up. And I told her I feel so bad that I, I didn't do the mitzvah, like I, I wanted to go and I couldn't do it. So she said to me, Margie, you have it all wrong. First of all, the intention of you wanting to go and visit sick people in itself, it already, already has reward. Even if you didn't go and visit, it's counted as if you did go and visit. Second of all, the person that you were going to visit, Hashem has someone else that will come and visit that person. So if a person has the merit to be a, to, to, for someone to come and visit them and spend time with them, it doesn't have to be you. It can be someone else that will end up coming and visiting that person. So either way, when you're not able to fulfill a, a mitzvah that you had the, your whole intention, your whole heart put into doing it, don't worry because 
it was not meant for you that day, but the intention that you had to go and do it, it counts as, is, as if you went and do it. So here it applies the same to the Torah study, that if we have the intention to learn and we put effort in learning, we take time out of our very busy schedule, even if it's 10 minutes to go and, and learn something, the effort that you put, that is what is precious, that is what counts. So then he says, yet you are not free to withdraw from it. What it's saying is that a human being has to keep on growing. Like we're, we're not here to stay in one level. We come to this world, we should be evolving, we should be growing, we should be refining ourselves. And we cannot grow to fulfill our potential, our whole potential in one lifetime. Like we have to come a few lives to this world to be able to accomplish our potential. And the more you accomplish, the more potential you get. Like it's also infinite. If you are able to accomplish this task, then you grow in yourself another potential, a new potential comes in. So it's never ending. It's, you can live a hundred years, it's never ending. I see older people that sometimes they feel because of their age, it's done, it's done. Like they have nothing else to do, they have nothing else to learn. And they're wrong because it's never too late and it's, it, while you're alive and you're breathing in this world, you still have potential, you still have things that you can achieve. So we have to maintain a continuous growth. One must labor continuously at Torah without a halt. And then it says, if you have studied much Torah, they will give you great reward. And that implies that the reward for, for Torah study is related to the quantity of the study. This is what it's like we would think it's saying here. But the following Talmudic passage appears to present a problem where it says that Rabbi Elazar fell sick and Rabbi Yohanan went into him and saw that Rabbi Elazar was crying. And he said to him, why are you crying? Is it because you did not learn enough Torah? We have learned. Whether one does much or one does little, as long as his heart is directed towards heaven. So here we see that this passage implies that the reward for learning Torah it's, it's uh, much bigger than, than uh, the, the, it's bigger if you learn more Torah than if you don't learn more Torah. So yet our Mishnah states here the complete opposite. It tells us it, it's not only what you learn, it's the effort you put in what you learn. Why? Because our Mishnah is referring to the effort expended in the Torah, in the Torah study, and not the quantity of the material that was learned. And as we explained earlier, part of the reward for the mitzvah comes from the effort that you put into that mitzvah. And our Mishnah means that the more effort spent studying, the more the reward. And if one studied intently for one year and learned much, is the same reward as a person that studied for a year and didn't learn so much. So whatever it is, you can't go wrong learning Torah. Go and learn Torah. So if you have studied much Torah, they will give you great reward. Since Torah is infinite, one never gets closer to completion. We can never come to finish it, and no matter what we do. And that's why you see rabbis their whole life learning and learning. You see Rabbi Kanievsky, this great sage. He's always with his books. He's in his, I think he's in his late 80s or 90s. And he's never, he never stops learning Torah. And you would think this person knows everything, but he keep, keeps on learning. So the Mishnah says, if you have studied much Torah, they will give you great reward. And studying Torah is not like a building a house 
where it has no value until it's finished, like you, the house, you, if, until it's not finished, it has no value. It's comparable to planting seeds. So you can have a big field and you're planting seeds. If you only plant 20 seeds, you have achieved because these 20 seeds are gonna give tw 20 beautiful trees and these 20 beautiful trees are gonna give fruit and these fruit are gonna give more, more seeds. So learning Torah is comparable to planting seeds and the value lies in the effort. Remember, effort. Everything in life is intention and effort. So, and your employer can be relied upon to pay you the wage of your labor. What it's saying here is that uh, payment is when the task is complete. It's not when you start the job, it's when you finish. And this is the basis of the view that in general there is no reward for mitzvahs in this world. Uh, Jewish people with a Jewish uh, thought teaches us that the reward comes in the world to come. That every goodness we do here, the reward is waiting for us in the next world, not in this world. So one day I asked a rabbi, so how come that you give sedaka here and suddenly the next day you, you, have a, a, you make a deal, a great deal in your business? Or you do a kind deed and suddenly a miracle happens for you. So he told me this is not the reward that Hashem has allotted for you. This is a gift that God gives you because what he wants to show you is that he's seeing what you do. So he gives you a, a gift. It's like when you see that your child puts effort and he's doing a, a good job in his studies, whatever, and you decide, you know what, I'm going to give this kid with something, I'm going to buy him a bicycle to show him that I appreciate that he's learning, that I can see what he's doing, that I know that he's putting effort. This is the way that Hashem is with us. So when we get beautiful blessings in this world, in reality, they are gifts from God because he's telling us, I love you, I see what you're doing. But the reward of the mitzvah, of the effort of learning Torah or, or doing mitzvot really is waiting for us in the world to come. Because in this world, there's nothing that can compare to the, that reward. It's much bigger than we can ever envision. So, so here it says, but be aware that the reward of the righteous will be given in the world to come. And it is because this world is limited and, and cannot provide for us what Hashem has in store for us. And when we ask ourselves how come the evil people get rewarded in this world, is, this is a famous question, like how can a bad person have a good life? We don't understand. Is because Hashem pays him for what he did good. He, he sees if a person does one little thing that is good, like Asa, for example, he was such an evil man, but he honored his father. He honored his father, he was good to his father. So because of this, Hashem gave him riches and he gave him um, everything he needed and he made him important. But in reality, there was no reward for him in the world to come. So here it says, Rabbi Hananiah, at the end of the Mishnah, at the end of the chapter, says, the Holy One, blessed is he, wished to confer merit upon Israel. Therefore, he gave them Torah and mitzvot in abundance, as it said. Hashem desire for the sake of his righteousness that the Torah be made great and glorious. So I wish you a beautiful, blessed week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you.